it's awfully easy to get rid of a body when you're surrounded by lions and tigers. So I don't... Welcome to From the Ground Up, where we talk to reptile keepers and breeders about all things cold-blooded. Sit back and have a beer with us. Well, some of you are driving. If you're driving, keep your hands tended to and enjoy the show. We are live. Welcome to From the Ground Up Podcast. So, uh, a lot of cool things going on right now. Well, not really. We're in quarantine and uh, pretty lonely and boring over here, at least. I don't know. Uh, Evan, how are you keeping up? Oh, I'm I'm doing good, man. You know, we got the family thing, so it kind of takes some of that stress away. And I, I think the snakes are probably tired of me more than anything, because I can take me <laughs> a lot more now than normal so they're just kind of like fuck why are you in here so much now (laughs) (laughs) yeah just hanging out on their sticks all fucking freaked out so guys if you Oh, Sorry, yeah, I, was just gonna say, I, hey, I, I got us off track. I was trying to, I was going to do the intro and then I was talking to you and then I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, and, so, and you know, I'll take off. We forgot the intro. <laughs> That's it. All right. Portcitypythons.com, Port City Pet on Instagram, Port City Pet. I don't know. Go check it out. I have isopods available. Uh, pretty interesting times. Go out and support your, your reptile companies because uh, people are saying it's a bad time for small business. Well, pretty much every reptile company, even if you think it's big is a small business in comparison to, you know, everything else out there. So if you have the means to check it out, hope everyone's doing good. If you know, you're in a tight spot right now, obviously don't do anything and I hope you the best and everything like that. So, uh, so yeah, man, Evan Browder, Evan Browder. It's been a while that really the, the OG of the podcast. I did the first first episode, right. Not the first yeah. episode. The first, the first episode with a guest. So, so if people don't know by now, if you if you're newer to the podcast, uh, Evan used to live pretty much right down the road from us, and and every time we had some type of guest drop out or something happened, Evan was always there to pick up the slack. And uh, so, yeah, man, we have some some epic podcasts that probably um, things that I probably wouldn't stay on the air now. That probably needs some editing. If you could go back and edit some of that shit, <laughs> we may actually have to go delete those after this episode. But if you guys don't know, Evan keeps chondros as well as uh, I mean, you go back to our episodes. We have d- episodes about dart frogs, jungle carpets, all that good stuff. But man, what do you got going on these days? At the the you may have remembered he was carpet cartel, but he's finally chondro cartel now. Finally made the jump, man. It took a while because I everything I built was behind Carpet Cartel, and I kept carpet. You know, and I, I've always had that passion for chondros, and it's like I I just got rid of all my carpets and stuck to the chondros. And then you can see behind me. I don't know which way to turn, but that's all I deal with now. But I've been talking to the wife, just just starting a little side project, having something else to do. And I think we're gonna we're gonna dive into a panther community. I think, you know, I, I got a mad love for arboreals anyway, anything arboreal. And uh, the kid loves lizards. I mean, she'll be four on the first, uh, what, two days? My baby turns four. And, I mean, she's in here helping me clean, feed. She was in here earlier. She's like, Daddy, we got to feed the snakes. I'm like, Daddy, do the podcast. What's that? I need to feed snakes. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, I mean, she's awesome, man, but she, she loves lizards. She, uh, she caught a little knoll outside uh, probably about a couple weeks ago and took her first bite. You know, I she caught it and brought it to me, and I held it, and we were going to let it go, and I let it go and everything. And she reached down and grabbed it again, and it turned around and locked onto her finger. And she just kind of stares at it, and all of a sudden it was just, ah! I mean, bloody screaming. Dude, I laughed. I mean, I laughed from the gut laugh. Like, it, it hurt. I was laughing so hard. Of course, the wife is inside, so she comes flying outside. What's wrong? What happened? I told her. She starts laughing. And my kid was just like, I don't like lizards no more. You know, it bit her. She was done with it. But uh, I told her, baby, it, it happens. You mess with these snakes and stuff, you're, you're probably going to get bit. But, uh, yeah, I think that I think that's funny. I mean, you see you see grown adults on on groups all the time, like, "Hey, what happens if I get bit?" stuff like that. But you kind of you need that moment to where they know, like, "Oh, you can get bit, and life moves on, and everything's all right." Yeah, it's it's not as bad. I think, especially if you if you're new to this and you've never been bit, oh yeah, it's it's terrifying, and it's really just in your head because once you have something bite you, you're just like. Oh shit, I expected so much worse. I mean, get scratched by a cat, that hurt. You know what I mean? Get bit by a dog, birds even, that stuff hurt. You know, your bigger snakes, yeah, that's a different story. And even your, your, your chondros, if they're big enough, I mean, you're going to feel that. They got some teeth on them, but like I said, I, I've always had a habit. I don't really handle my chondros unless I absolutely have to. And I, I treat them like they're venomous. You know, if I'm in the cage and they start moving, generally I'll spray them with a spray bottle. Watch out. You know, don't move too fast my direction. <laughs> like I'm the cat. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to get bit. Like, I don't like to get bit, you know. And for their safety, too, I don't want to pull their teeth out because some of these guys, they'll hit you and it hurts. And your reaction, you're going to jump. But, uh, yeah, man, made that jump, switched the name up, and we are now Chondro Cartel. Oh yeah. So I, lo- I love how that story somehow got to where it was, but I was just thinking that, that I, I was feeding, I was feeding corn snakes the other day. I have an adult male and I was feeding with my fingers. I mean, all the time I use tongs, but just for whatever reason, I decided to use my fingers. I opened the tub up. He's exactly where, you know, where my finger is. And instead of the dangling mouse, he hits my thumb and I've had this damn, I've had a tooth stuck. I don't know if you can see that little blood. Oh yeah. I've, yeah. I, I can't figure out where the tooth is to get it out. I've been trying to, and like every time I grab something, it hurts. And like, I've been trying to mess with it and get this damn tooth out. You can bite me in the wrist, bite me in the forearm, bite me in the palm of my hand. Cool. Do not bite my fucking fingertip. Oh, Oh, I hate it. And it seems like every time that happens, it, it a tooth comes off and it's in my finger and it, it oh it hurts. I'll take a bite anywhere else. Just don't bite my fingers. I, I hate that. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's just I can't get this damn tooth out. I can't see it. But uh do do Panther chameleons fit into your room over there or how are you gonna deal with that? Uh, they will. <laughs> like I've got <laughs> to move some junk. I've got this room is junky. If I turn this camera around, like it's junky. I got so much stuff in here. And we're actually hoping to be moving soon and hopefully getting, you know, a bigger room. But I've just got like knickknack shit in here that needs to go. Stuff I don't really need in here. And so once I've moved a bunch of this stuff now, like they fit in here fine if I just got rid of some of this junk that's in here that I don't need, don't use. But yeah, I think it's I think it's funny to to look at where when when I first met you in Dallas, I mean you were probably like 
four chondros deep and that room you know you had plenty of room plenty now it's like no nah, i think i've got i don't know 12 13 you know I, I i've got a couple guys that are basically like drug dealers you know i, I recently picked up the yellow lira from uh ryan burke of clock clockwork and uh i didn't have that snake two days and i'm at work and he messaged me and i was like hey man like I got another Lear over here if you're looking for one. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I talked to him and was like, it's a red knee up, blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. Uh, what are you asking for? Worked out all the details. And I was like, hell yeah, I'll get it. And then I was like, oh shit, I haven't even seen this thing yet. Didn't even think to ask him what it looked like, not send me pictures. I was like, yeah, I'll get it. And then it dawned on me, I was like, oh, by the way, you got some pics? <laughs> you, know, just, you know you're deep in this when you're just buying snakes without even looking at them. It was just like, these dudes know if, if they sold drugs, they'd be deadly. <laughs> yeah, and it's like you you obviously trust him enough to where it's like it's a quality animal. He knows you're gonna like it. That's why he's offering yep. you. And you it, know, it, and that's that's great too, man. I love that. It's 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 a good thing and a bad thing because that bank account. You <laughs> just be like, dude, quit hitting me up. I stalk his page. You know, Clark. He starts posting all these these badass animals of course i'm trying to work on locality specific pairings i do have some designer stuff but it's mostly locality stuff i'm trying to do and he's got a lot of nice locality animals he'll start posting up i'm like oh look at this Ooh, sarongs Ooh, look Ooh, here's some cyclops and i just like get off his page <laughs> like just, just quit looking at his page and i can't stop looking so you must be getting close on some some chondro pairings huh yeah uh with this weather, I was actually thinking about throwing. I've got a pair of Biox. Well, I have a trio, but I have a pair that I'm putting together. And uh, they'll be going together. And I got Manaquari as well. And I had Aru. I recently lost my female. And so now I've got the lone Aru male. I'm going to be back chasing. And Aru is that, here before long. Is that, that Aru, is that Gumby? Is that what his name is? Yep, that's the male. Dude, I, I, I love that animal. He's he's about typical Aru. You know what I mean? That that bright emerald green, the white on him. I pretty much believe he's probably wild caught. But uh, he's a great animal. You know, I can't really get in there and mess around with him because he'll, he'll let you know, hey, get out of my <laughs> face. But, um, yeah, man, so I, I think this season I'm, I'm going to give it a go with two pairs and see what happens. So are you just, you just doing the, like, uh, I guess, do people typically breed them in winter, spring? What is, what is the deal? From what I've seen that they can pretty much go whenever. I don't think they have a set time. I've seen people breed them year round, you know, and I, from what I've seen mostly is most of the guys seem to put them together October, November, just to have babies, I guess, at a certain time of year. But as far as I know, you can put them together whenever. I just have a tendency to see what everybody else is doing. Okay, you guys have been doing this forever. You're getting success, successful clutches. I'm going to follow those steps. You know what I mean? I don't want to – I'm not comfortable enough yet to step outside. Let's see what I can do. You know what I mean? And <laughs> do your own thing. Yeah, I'll wait. Yeah, man, there's, there's really not many – there's not many areas with as many keepers and breeders that have been as successful as where you're at. 
as far as people pairing animals and getting green trees. And, and, and Texas is on the map with the chondro people. Like, oh my gosh, there's so many people out here and, and people are moving in here that keep chondro. It's like, I think we've probably got one of the biggest chondro groups of people in the United States. And it's like, Texas is seriously getting on the map. Yeah, man. It used to be, it used to be Maryland and Colorado. And now it's like, yep. yeah, Texas has a real strong, real strong. Florida, Florida, I think Florida folks have some, some good people in Florida as well. Oh yeah, of course. Just reptiles in general, man. Speaking of which, man, have you, have you watched Tiger King yet? <laughs> I've watched Tiger King probably three or four times, bro. Like yeah, yeah. train wreck that you can't stop watching. And I feel like every time you watch it, aside from all the craziness, you, you start to see little things like I, I I think the dude's fucking crazy. Like bottom line, he's he's nuts. But I do kind of feel like he was set up. But, but why do we still like him? Why do we still like him at the end of it? Like because we can there's there's people there's people in the reptile community that we can relate him to. And it's like, yeah, we know that guy. And, and we, we know those kind of people. So I think it's easy. Plus, he's, he's fucking out there. But he, he's, he, he'd, he'd be fun to, like, see at the park because he's nuts. But, yeah, dude, he'll probably he'll, – he'll jiggle a bag of meth in front of you and try to make you his lover boy, though. Better have some badass conjurers. <laughs> <laughs> it's like – if. If I learned one thing, it's that, I mean, the allure between tigers and other human beings, whether it be Doc getting all of his wives or Joe turning straight men gay, I mean, it's wild. They're throttling our internet. Carol fucking Baskins. Man, I should have, uh, I didn't even think I should have turned off the, uh, my phone, I should have switched it on that thing so I could hear and cut my phone off so people couldn't call in. Huh? No idea what you're talking about. Oh, we oh, 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 your your phone went off. That's why I couldn't hear you. My phone went off, and then it, it, if you could still hear me, it cut off my Bluetooth, which now I'm fixing to turn back on. Jesus Christ. Anyway, I can't wait until uh, until Evan's back here because I have no idea what to talk about. I've been I've been obsessed with Tiger King. It's been it's been pretty bad. I've been really holding back and you know putting too many memes out there and doing all that stuff. But man, and and honestly, we we barely have internet problems or anything weird happen. But I feel like my internet's been real weird with the uh, with everything that's going on, and other people's internet have been weird and. Leaving me hanging here. Damn, my bad. <laughs> like I don't even know why that happened. Like it, it. I was talking to you, and we were talking about talking, and all of a sudden, my my earpiece just starts reading a number, and I'm like, "What the hell is this?" And then all of a sudden, my phone rings, and I'm just like, "No." So when I declined the call, it just shut off my Bluetooth, and I'm just like, mm -hmm. "Come on!" And so when I reconnected it, it just shut everything off. I was like, "Oh no, not now!" <laughs> well, you got in quick. That's what she said. So what do you think, uh, or what do you, uh, you going to start a uh, compound over there? Uh, white tiger babies, maybe a liger. Yeah. 
Not, not even a little bit. I, look, I'm not scared of most animals. Like I'll shark, I'll dive with sharks, swim with sharks. You know, I've kept venomous snakes, done all that shit. Cats? Mm-mm. Something I don't trust a house cat, dude. I don't. Yeah, we have one. I don't even like that little bastard. But <laughs> cats, they like. I, I've been around big cats at some of these parks we have out here, and they literally, I mean, they stare through your soul, and it's just like, dude, they, they, no, hail to the no, 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 bears and tigers and lions over here. <laughs> How about homegirl who got her arm ripped off and came back to work like five days later? Oh, she's a champ. That girl's a champ. Like she was just like, I don't understand why she was in a junkyard, but you know, she, <laughs> she was, just surrounded by trash. This poor yeah, girl. Yeah, her little her little note was just out. I was like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. Like, yeah, don't get that, this dog. That that was <laughs> that 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 show was crazy. It it was interesting. Good watch for sure. <laughs> so did Carol do it? <laughs> in my opinion hell yes she did it <laughs> it's awfully I mean, hey, it, it's awfully easy to get rid of a body when you're surrounded by lions and tigers so I don't, a little bit of sardine know. oil hey she said it yeah I, I didn't know it till then that's what I'm saying if you go back and watch this a couple times you're like hmm the little the little comments that you kind of tune into the second time around, third time around, you're like, how the hell would you know that? And then of course all the memes all over everything is just yeah, it's, it's hilarious, man. Dude, how about he got he got nineteen percent of the vote for governor? Like that's significant. Look, I, I, I think I said something the other day. If if he was to run for president, him and Trump, you know, he's got my vote, him. fuck it. I think, oh, I'd vote for him. I'd vote for him because he's crazy as shit. He's not changing his clothes, and he don't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? But, I don't know. It's, it's I will not wear a suit. A, right? I've had some kinky tech. Anyway. <laughs> and Carol killed her husband. Carol fucking Baskins. No, man. Yeah, that is a wild episode. I, don't, I guess there's been way too many spoiler alerts in this. We probably shouldn't talk. But so if you haven't seen it by now, I don't know what's wrong with you because everybody's been in quarantine for like <laughs> a week now. You know what I mean? Like it's all over the place. You should have checked that out by now. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you if you've had something else to do this whole time. But And if you haven't, hey, check out Tiger King on Netflix. Immediately. Hey, man, our, our boy uh, Tom Crutchfield is in there. Like the, the first five minutes. Surprised some other folks weren't in there. <laughs> That's true. I'm sure people are just jumping at the at the chance to get in there. But I mean, I don't, I don't know. Some of those those the people that they chose to highlight highlight crazy crazy egomaniacs. Dude, that uh, doctor whatever the fuck that came in yeah. on the elephant. That dude. He's certified, bro. He's 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 something else. I I'd watch a series just on him alone. He's nuts. Yes, he, he needs a spinoff. Oh, there's shit going on. They all need their own episode. Like all of them, even the one with the no teeth, the boyfriend. 
<laughs> Traps or no, no, what's it? No, it I don't remember the it looked John like or a, something. What was that meme? Somebody said uh when His you Prince order Albert. Batista when you order no when you order Batista off the Wish app and then it was the picture of Batista, the wrestler, <laughs> and then at the bottom it was the other dude with Batista. I'm dying, man, with these memes. It's just hilarious. I'm just so glad that it's caught on and I saw it like I saw it in the reptile community happen first like all the reptile people and now just like the general public is as excited because I feel like and they don't even know why it's as funny to us as it is they're like oh this is funny I saw it ha 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 and we're all like <laughs> it's real funny to us we know we're like people. it's like it's like one degree of separation between our lives yeah pretty much I mean, there's no one, there's no one with crazy sex cults that I know of in reptiles, but there could be. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's some crazy motherfuckers in the reptile community. I, I don't know. I, yeah, maybe we'll... I stick to my chondros. I don't try to stay out of people's business and what they do with their padlocks and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's what's it's so interesting that there's and I'm sure there isn't like big cats and stuff. There's probably a big separation between people who do it like for a living and people who do it, you know, if you it sounds ridiculous, but someone who just has like one tiger in their backyard. I those people, all of them, even if you have one tiger compared to you running a zoo, they're all fucking nuts, man. It's a tiger. You know what I mean? You gotta watch certain dogs. You know, I won't a lot of people preach that go to the shelter and pick up a dog. I just, dogs are, are social animals. And I feel like they bond. And I don't think I could ever pick up somebody else's dog that I don't know the history of this dog and possibly be around my child because I'm not that one. You know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll shoot that dog. Dead. <laughs> like, no. So it, to me, I don't know if I was by myself. Yeah, that's one thing, but I, I just, but a tiger man, you're, you're, after a certain age, they look at you different. And then they start to realize, hey, I can overpower you. I'm the dominant one. No, I'm not. I don't like cats anyway. Dude, when that when that one was dragging Joe by the fucking leg and yeah. he's hitting you yeah, with the You stupid bitch. I'll shoot you between the eyes. Dude, I was hey, literally dying. Like I was in the bed <laughs> laughing so loud. It was so funny. And that's what she was that's when she came on there talking about the the sardine oil on the boots, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, what are y'all talking about? And he's, oh, somebody put something on my boots trying to kill me, and I'm like, bro, you're trying to kill yourself getting there with a fucking tiger. Like, what the fuck, bro? It's a tiger. Like, Cameraman did not flinch, not even go help him one bit. Hey, that, but that's that's great. Tell him that. Look, when I watch videos on YouTube of anything really, and it's something crazy, you always get pissed off because the cameraman is like moving around. They don't get the actual shot that they should have got because they're too busy laughing and jumping around. Cameraman did his job, man. He, he <laughs> He's there. a professional. He's like, I'm, not, I'm not getting in that cage and with that cat. He's like, I'm going to just video this shit. Evidence yeah. if something was to happen. Hey, the cat killed Joe. I got it right here on video. There you go. That was from pro. I thought he did a great job. <laughs> Speaking of, of crazy animals, you still you still have that retic? Which one? No, uh, all my retics are now with uh, Chris Burns. Yeah, I was it thinking was, of the uh, the Golden Child, so, right? Yeah, both. I actually had two. I had a male and a female. And both of them were just like that. Female was putting on some size, and they, they're manageable. I was just like, man, 
what am I doing with these? Like, am I ever really going to do anything with them? I, I kind of got excited and got them because I've always been kind of restless like that. And I was like, what am I, what am I really going to do with them? And uh, Chris, you know, keeps retics and pretty much wanted them both. It's okay. And I was like, shit, that'll help me get this other chondro I need. So to his house, they went. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you've got, you've got your thing. You got your thing figured out. Why, why complicate it? Exactly. And it, I mean, especially with something that big, I, I, I just, I didn't use my brain and got excited. I was like, this is badass, And uh, it can give you some cool pictures in the sunlight and stuff. Stupid shit. And I just got excited. <laughs> and just like, you know, use my brain, use my brain, stay focused. And my wife now is just like, oh, she's on me. We go to a reptile show. It's like, no, stay focused. Oh, baby. But I'm like, no. Condros, cages, stay focused. Like, that's all I hear. It's like, all right, you're right, you're right. And yeah, yeah. She's going to give me shit about the chameleons. And she's kind of like, no, I understand. She's like, that, that's kind of cool. And the baby likes lizards, so why not? But uh, other than that. Using focused. your daughter to get more reptiles, man. <laughs> <laughs> You might see this podcast. Um, Hannah, Hannah was saying devil's grin. Is that, is that one of your chondros? Okay. So this is a manacori male that I had actually, I've been looking for manacori for a while. We had went to take my daughter somewhere. I think it was or something. I don't remember. And uh, Matt Morris hit me up and was like, Hey man, are you still on the hunt for a male manacori? And I was like, yeah. And he said, John Crickmer has one at a show. And I was like, okay. I was like, well, let me message him. He's like, here, I'm going to send you some pictures. Dude, he sent me some pictures. And I'm just like, holy shit. Like, yes. Like, get off. And I mean, I started blowing John up. Like, dude, please tell me this thing didn't sell. And got a hold of John. He had been at the show. So he, you know, messaged me later that night. And he's like, yeah, I still got him. And we ended up working a deal out. And I went and got him, drove down to San Antonio and picked him up. He's he's probably one of the coolest looking green trees with the oh dropped it uh, with the with the, the the bright green and the blue and he's so badass but dude he is a complete dick like he's <laughs> by far the meanest snake I've ever owned and you know I'm I'm, I'm used to Beox being a little temperamental this dude puts any Biok I've ever had to shame. Like he's, I can't touch his cage. Actually, let me see if I can. Yeah. It's, he's, he's an ass, bro. Like, yeah. Should be, should be good. It's uh it's nighttime. Conjures usually love that. Oh, he don't give a shit, bro. So is it flipped yet? No, it's just, Oh Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to get too far in there because he is crazy. Look, I already see him. I watch his body. You can see him just starting to, like, reach on in here. But, man, that, that blue is so contrasting. When you see him in person, it's, it's of course, it's always better in person, but he is psychotic. Like, I took him out one day and had him on a uh, – and I had him on a perch. And took some pictures, and it literally took me almost 30 minutes just to get him back inside the cage on his perch. Like, he's nuts, bro. But, yeah, I'm going to pair him, and uh, this is Twitch right here. So that's the pairing for later this year. 
supposedly. But yeah, man, he's 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 cool, but this is probably the calmest he's been. I'm on here like he's a dick and now he's just chilling. But he's yeah. <laughs> a guy, he's crazy. Like <laughs> and I mean, he's like I say, he's probably one of the prettiest chondros I've ever had, but he's dude, he's a dick. Yeah, I, I like would, him, man. If he, I mean, he looks fucking amazing. Who cares other than that? I mean, for your purposes, right? Yeah, and I, I mean, uh, for a long time, I was wanting to do find a red male because I'd like to get a mixture of babies. But I'm so happy with him; I don't even care. And so those are, that'll be a yellow pairing. Both of them are yellow babies, so should be a bunch of yellow babies, hopefully. Everything so does that? Great. So that's a that applies to every locality, like. People just want to see red babies because I mean, how how much better can a manaquari be than than that animal? I mean, is a Man, red gonna? It, 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 it depends on your preference. Like I know uh, the girls at, at Lottery Reptiles have a male manaquari that was red, and he is just the blue on him is nice. I mean, it, it's a different kind of blue because, but it, it I, I don't even know how to explain it. Like Lottery Reptiles, go check them out. You'll you'll see. It. And it, oh, it's nice. Like the red babies color up differently than the yellows. And you know, some people just prefer red. I don't, I prefer a healthy green tree. I don't know shit is yellow or red. You know, I wish I could get a red Aru. <laughs> but you know, some people get that joke. Some people will just be like, I'd like a red Aru too. So, are Arus one of the ones that are only yellow? <laughs> only yellow babies. Every now and then you'll see someone post up and be like, I've got this red artery and we all just die laughing because there's not one. Yeah, I'm trying to find uh, checking out Lottery Reptiles page right now. Especially on uh, they've posted, let's see, where have I seen him? On Instagram, I'm sure he's on there. I think that was him by the pool. Have you... Have you been thinking about messing around with any emeralds or anything? Uh, I've thought about it, but I think right now, I, I think my plan right now is to try to breed what I have and see where I can get with that before I start stepping into emeralds or any other snakes. You know what I mean? It's, I, I think right now I just need to stay focused on green trees and see where it goes from there. Yeah, I mean, Man, they, they've got they've got an awesome collection. They they've got some and they've got emeralds too. They got some. They got the northerns and the basins. Yeah, unfortunately, I can't find that uh, a manaquari. Who's that nerd? <laughs> oh shit, I don't know, but he's kind of hot. <laughs> he's looking all Ricky Martin <laughs> with that with that unbuttoned shirt, bro. Hey man, I was in there living La Vida Loca at the reptile show. <laughs> damn it I, I was hoping I was going to find it but it doesn't look I like think, uh, this guy I think that was, no. no the one above that but anyway yeah I can go look yeah you guys can go figure it out anyways you still got to see some cool green trees yeah true story like I said, shout out to the girls at Lottery Reptiles. 
Bam. And they 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 came on though. They've been producing like they. I think the past three years, I think they've gotten clutches. They're they're doing an excellent job out there for real. See, I've been out of it since I've been away from you guys. So so honestly, I feel like I've seen their page, but I don't know them. And it looks like they got you some good to, stuff. Yeah, you need to come back. <laughs> Dude, I thought about it. Like, I was like, yeah. It's like I could I could move to Austin. I mean, I, I like Dallas, but uh Yeah, Dallas is okay. I mean, we've had conversations. I think if we were to leave Dallas I think Austin is in is definitely in the race, and I think I really love Galveston. Like I love Galveston, mm. and I think if I fish every them, day, bro. Oh God, just just being on the beach, period. Just the sunrises and sunsets, and catching sharks and shit. That's just that's so neat. Bonfire on the beach, watching my fishing pole. Like that's so me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I would definitely move to Galveston. Yeah, I mean, but just being, uh, honestly, just living anywhere in, in Texas, Texas is fucking great. Whether it's reptiles, it's whether it's anything else. I've met so many great people, even just through the community. But, I, I mean, some of my friends, just they don't have anything to do with reptiles. I've met great people out here. And, I mean, I, the, the reptile people are so badass, man. And, actually, damn, now I'm sitting here thinking about it, uh, you should try to get back here. In September, because I've talked to Matt Morris, depending on what this corona bullshit is doing, we're trying to plan a trip to go to Sanderson. Outside of, you know, snake days, everybody goes to snake days, and we don't want to do that when everybody's out there. So I think we're doing, you know, mid-September, and we're going to go hit these cuts, man, and see if we can find some leps and some alterna and just, just a good time hanging out with fellow snakeheads. Yeah, so I've actually I've been independently planning my own West Texas trip. So and I was like and I was planning to say like go and hang out with you, hang out with Mark, go to Bill's place or do something like that, like hit all them up and then head out to West Texas, hit some people along the way and like yeah, yeah. We just need to line them up now because I mean flights are yeah. so cheap. If we buy flight if I buy buy a flight now, I mean it's like a hundred bucks. Drive, dude. The gas is super cheap. I mean, gas down the street, it's it's under a dollar sixty. It's like a dollar fifty five, I think. And it's like gas is cheap. Everything's cheap right now. Because I know you're not going nowhere, but yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, no one's buying it. Where are you going? We're all getting dressed up to go to the grocery store and shit. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I mean I would... tonight, it's in the living room. <laughs> you know I, I need mean? to like, I we gotta we gotta get out to West Texas. Cause I know you've been talking about it for so long. And we've Man, been talking about it for so long. Yes, there, and there was that, that carpet fest we had talked about it, and everybody was like, hell yeah, man, let's do this. And I was like, hell yeah. So I, I tried to put some together. And when the time rolled up and it was time to roll out, like a couple weeks before, I hit everybody up that was like, yeah, let's do it. Everybody was like, oh, I can't, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, like I was this close to jumping in the car and just going by myself. Like I was so mad. I was like, if you say you want to go, let's go. Like make it happen. And that's that's those are memories. You know, so I, I, the only thing stopping me from going on this trip now is the coronavirus. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's the only way I can be like, no, we're not going to do this. Other than that, my wife knows I've got this plan. I'm ready. Like, I'm so ready. So I think that'd be great, man. I just want to get out there and have a good time and take some awesome pictures and enjoy some 
great people. Yeah. For, for some reason, I feel like I am, I'm more apt to do it not living in Texas, it not being as easy. I'm like, yeah, we can make a plan and fly out there and actually do it. And it sucks that I live here and I've never, you know, gone out there. To yeah. I've been to Big Bend, to this that Big Bend area, and I've been out there once. And I think I was like, I think I was like 16, 17, went out there on a family trip with my dad and everything. We had drove to Arizona and then we were coming back and we stopped at Big Bend for a couple of days. And that's it. Like, you know, never really went down that area to look for anything. And now I'm like, I want to find some Lepidus. I want to find some alternatives. I want to find anything, really, you know, just, just to be out there. And I watch a lot of YouTube videos, all those guys out there doing it. It's shit is like fun. Oh, yeah. I mean, it honestly, it's, you're hard-pressed to find one. Like, just going for a few days. But damn, is it worth worth a try i mean it would suck if we don't find anything but you gotta try i think you'll find something i mean i i feel like you're almost guaranteed to find something maybe not your target species you know yeah i'll turn our my understanding pretty difficult but you know things happen and sometimes the stars line up and you can find whatever you're looking for so i don't know it'd be a fun trip either way even if i wasn't to find anything just the company of the people you're in is, is great yeah, that's what I'm saying. Even just to get out, to get together with you guys and like, uh, and that's, that's what's cool about, about you guys there in Dallas is that you guys actually hang out and do things and, uh, have dinners and stuff like that. At least, uh, at least when I was yeah. down there and I, I need to, we, we still do. We just need to do it more often. Yeah. Yeah. I need I to, and you damn sure got to check out Bill's new. Oh my gosh, man. His, his new, facility is just that's like the shit dreams are made of like i'm looking at him like, hey, this, is, this is so awesome like it's it's so badass and you know we went over there and helped him move cages in and we were there like all night doing that and then uh i think we went out the next day and he was actually unboxing animals and putting animals in cages and i went over there with my wife and my kid and my kid helped so hey bill hey bill look at this one and he's pulling out a bag and he's She's walking up and handing ball pythons and stuff, and she's just loving it. And we've got a bunch of pictures of her holding. And I couldn't help but smile ear to ear. I'm just like, my baby loves snakes. Like, yeah. She's like, I have fun. I want this one, Daddy. I'm like, okay, you want a ball python? Sure. I think you want a green tree python, baby. That's what you really want. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I mean, I think I think everyone hopes that their their kid will uh will show some you know some love for for reptiles so that's awesome dude i love it man especially i, I mean every day daddy can i go in the snake room you know it's like daddy can i go in the snake room and don't touch anything but yes and she'll be in here for 10 15 minutes and she'll be real quiet so it's like what are you in there doing she brings her little chair in here she sits down in front of him and she just stares at him and i'm just <laughs> like yes such a proud dad moment and she's like i love this one daddy that's my best friend i was like awesome baby (laughs) that's awesome how's that uh oh yeah yeah how's how's that guy doing i must have i must have given you that to you from a class like three she is is something else she's she's not aggressive but she likes her food so i mean the tank comes open the 
the sliding glass doors and you slide them doors open, I mean, she shoots out of her hide. Dude, she looks like a cobra the way she comes out. And she's just like hit everywhere. And the baby's just like, dang, she's going to bite me. She's going to eat me. I was like, dang, like, maybe. Fine when she's out. But I mean, she's just, she's something else, man. She's, she's a cool snake, though. I, I kind of want to see what she what she looks like if you want to take her out if you don't mind, or just yeah. Might, might catch some of this mess in here because it's yeah I got shit over this will be fun hold on yeah and uh, Hannah in the uh, in the chat says that his name's Chet and he talks to you on Facebook so if you know who that is oh okay yeah she's she's. I'm trying not to get because she's food. Like <laughs> she's like feeding me. That's a good looking normal awesome. corn snake, man. She is awesome. Like my daughter loves the mess out of her. That's all I hear twenty four seven. Daddy corn cob, corn cob, corn cob. I was like, yes, baby, that's your snake. Corn cob, my snake. Yeah, I need to. I need to get in there and take some pictures. Yeah, man. I mean, you got, I mean, you got all these green trees that are a lot easier to take pictures of and also a lot prettier. So. Yeah. <laughs> the king snake and the corn are just, you really need to get them on like a flat surface and put a bowl or something on top of them and leave them for like 30 minutes and let them just sit. And then you got to come in ready with the camera, phone, whatever you're taking a picture of pull it up and just start snapping because that's about as good as it's going to get. Otherwise they're just, they're, they're all over the place. Oh yeah. How's that? Uh, how's that little, you still have that, that blaze phase that you got from Bill? Uh, Oh, Mudbone. Mudbone is not a blaze anymore. He's green. Yeah. I don't know if it's a boy or a girl yet. Um, it's actually, I could probably getting real close to this chair feels like it's going to break. If I scoot and I break, y'all are going to die laughing. <laughs> I mean, you're like, did y'all see that episode where this fool fell? Dude, Mudbone has to be one of my favorite Chondra names. So he's... Man, figure out this camera right quick. Yeah, he's, he's, he's awesome, man. And is he yeah. some type of mixed locality or... He is a sickness sibling. He's oh, a Jaeger and Walmina. He's a yellow baby. Yeah, he's got some some awesome yellow speckling going up as well as some blue on the saddles there. Yeah, I'm interested to see uh, what exactly he might throw because, you know, I've got – I've also got cyanide, which is from uh, Bill's blue uh, Cyclops girl to a gym male. And – she, she's looking awesome too. I, I, I may, if he's a male, I might get at a shot. Uh, I don't know. I don't really have any plans yet. I'm just, she's not of age, so I haven't really tried to plan anything. I'm just kind of letting her get to where she needs to be and then I'll track down a male. Yeah. I mean, it seems like you're, you're pretty focused though on the locality stuff now. Yeah. I've, uh, so I've got the, the Lyra's, I got a red and yellow Lyra. Don't know sexes on them. I have a yellow Walmina. Don't know the sexes on that one. The sex on that one. Uh, 
three Biox, the lone Aru now, and uh, what else? Two Mana Quarry. I feel like I'm forgetting some. And a couple designers. And I mean, you were you were pretty big on not caring about wild card and imports and stuff. I like almost a preference, right? It it, it kind of de- it depends on who you go through. You know, what I mean, it, yeah. it really depends on who you go through. If you're going to, you know, a lot of these reptile shows and some of these big name people out there that are selling these animals, you're probably not getting quality chondros even if they're imports or whatever they're not i mean at least here you know here i I can say that in the dallas area very few people shows that deal with chondros other than bill you know bill will do a show here uh i don't think mark has done a show i think everything he does you know via facebook instagram uh the rest of those guys are all people who import animals in and stuff like that and a lot of those guys those animals are pretty much straight off the boat you know and those animals you you can see it and these people want the cool cool green tree python take it home and then it rolls on them and then it's just like you know what happened to this cool snake i had and it's like did you treat it did you they they never told me anything and i'm like that's why you research you know what i mean like Especially you see it in the groups too. Like some of these people, I can tell you how many groups I've been in. I've, I've been kicked out of a group because they didn't like the way I was telling these nudes. And I'm like, dude, I'm not really being rude about it. I'm just telling them, look, don't buy the cool snake and then come in here and ask how to take care of it. You ask how to take care of it, then you buy the cool snake. You know what I mean? Like don't make the, the snake suffer because you're trying to figure out how to take care of it now that you already bought it. That to me is fucking stupid. And, you know, some of these people are like, uh, whining and crying about the way. And a lot of it gets lost because it's, it's typing, you know what I'm saying? So you can't hear the tone of somebody's voice or how they're saying, it. I'm not trying to be a dick. It's just how it came out looking to you, I guess. And then they cry about it. I'm like, fuck you and your snake. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm tired. I, I got my own shit to worry about. You, you take the advice or not. I don't, uh, I don't care anymore. So a lot of those groups I just left, man. I don't even. I quit telling people how to take care of their own. Read. If you don't know how to read it, then you shouldn't have it. Well, it's just, it's just kind of not worth it at that. I mean, you're just going to do this. I, I applaud the people who are able to do it over and over again, but I mean, damn, I can't, I can't regurgitate the same information, each and every animal and all that stuff. And I, and I think that there's a difference too in, Hey, I'm having a problem with my animal. The setup is correct. Your attempts and stuff are correct. And now you have a question because something's going on. Usually it's okay. Well, if we don't know, I mean, always first and foremost, you should set up a vet appointment. Okay. I get coming in here and ask people that's different. It, it's those people that on a whim go out and buy this, this snake and then don't know nothing about it. They literally still have it set up in like a fish tank and they, they put these, 100 watt ceramic heaters on top of their fish tank and they wonder why their snake is shedding the way it's shedding why it looks all crunchy and i'm like you're cooking your snake and some of them will be like my husband g's correct all this stuff why is my snake doing this and you're like wait a second is your husband g correct and then it's, it's also like with a lot of stuff people keep things different you know i see so many people 
that, oh, I spray my chondro every day. And I'm like, dude, I never spray my chondro. It's like I spray them when I'm trying to keep them from biting me. <laughs> you know what I mean? And if they're if I notice they're coming into a shed, I will spray them with a water bottle a couple times, spray the, the bedding, whatever. And that's it. Other than that, I, I keep them large water bowls, and that's about it. You know, right now, nobody's got water bowls. I just pulled them all out because I can clean them, but that's that's it. I don't really mess with them too much, you know. I, I kind of keep them like carpets, really. Like, I don't think I change too much from the way I keep carpets, and I don't have too many issues with them. You also may live in a place where it's conducive, you know, to keep in that fashion, too. Yeah. And that's a, that's another, it's just, it, it research, man. That, that where you live, the weather, this, that, you know, it's, it's all about where you live. It's, it's all research, simple, basic research. Talking to some of the big name breeders, you know, if you have a question and there's these books out here, contact those people that wrote the book. You know, who, who better to give you information than like Terry Phillips or Justin Julinger, who just wrote this Green Tree book? Like, and I still see a lot of people recommending Maxwell's book and I, that's a great book but a lot of that stuff is kind of dated yeah I still I have that book you should still have that book but there's new yeah. information because we're in a new day and age there's new information go get that new book because if anybody knows what they're talking about it's those two guys like dude go get that book and I actually I took that so I've read snakes one time not bred some carpets right I had given Bill my complete carpet python book to take with him. Was it ICAST? One of the shows he went up north for, and he took that book, and I had people sign it. And so people signed it for me. Right after that, I read carpets for the first time. I was all excited. So at after NARBC, we all did a dinner, and uh, I took that new Green Tree book I have by Drew Ender and Philip. I took that with me and was like, hey, all you carpet heads, all you uh, chondro heads, because it was a bunch of chondro people. I was like, sign this book for me. Everybody starts laughing. I'm like, shit, it worked, worked that time. Hopefully it works this time. So got a bunch of those guys to sign the book for me. I was all excited. My wife was just shaking her head. She was like, you're an idiot. I was like, man, whatever. It's, Love these people. Yeah, man. It's, it's funny how uh... – I mean, you both build normal people on a pedestal, but then again, like there's people doing so many great things that are just normal guys and that you can aspire to and I can aspire to and stuff like that. Yeah, there's there's some great people, man. I mean, even if you pull the snakes, take the snakes out of it, I mean, just them as a person, there's some great people out there. And it's just, I'm happy to call some of these people friends because it's now it's not just some guy you met on Facebook or something, you actually get to put, you know, names and faces together. You know what I mean? Like you actually get to meet these people in person, people flying in like Ian. I'd only talked to Ian a couple of times through Facebook, I guess a couple of years ago. And I consider Ian a friend. Like I've, I've Ian's come into town and he, he flew in and a couple of times now and he came over and checked out the collection. We went out to eat and I can, talk to him about stuff and just hit him up. And I, I man, you build awesome friendships with some awesome people in this community. Yeah. I think it's cool that you can go. Now you have friends all over the country to where like oh, yeah. you, they come out there, you come out there. I mean, I've, I've slept on people's couches in, in Lake Charles, shout out to Wes. Like 
come on, we just randomly went out to Lake Charles, Louisiana, and someone cool was there to like house us. You know, that's that's awesome. Yeah, I think I've talked about this before, like uh, Brandon Wheeler of Morelia House. I, I only knew him through Facebook, talking to him about snakes. And he hit me up and was like, hey, man, we're moving across country and I'm coming through Texas. You know, can I spend a night sleep on your couch? I'm like, fuck yeah. You know, that was, I'd never met this dude other than just talking to him on Facebook. And it was so awesome. We got to hang out and talk snakes and shit and just kick it. And I love that shit, man. That was like, you, you build real friendships with people like that. And Facebook's so weird anyway, because if you talk to people enough, you feel like you know them. And so then when you actually meet them, there's not that awkwardness of like, oh, hey, you know what I mean? It's like, I've been talking to this guy forever. I feel like we're already friends and it just makes it easier to approach some of these, especially like the bigger name people. You know, there's still some out there. I think if I met him, I'd be like, oh my God, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, but I can only imagine like, what if Steve Irwin was around? I mean, well, that's probably different because millions of people knew him, so it'd still be different. But I mean, some of these guys, it's just like, you can't believe you're talking to them face to face. And I mean, yeah, if like Trooper Walsh was to, you know, to walk around, you'd be like, look, I think I posted a picture one time and all he did was like, like the picture. And I was (laughs) like, oh shit, Trooper Walsh likes my picture. Like, dude, I was losing my shit. My wife's like, that's fucking what? And I'm like, dude, it's Trooper fucking Walsh. Like, what the fuck? And she was just like, who's that? And I'm like, who's that? Like, I expected her to know who that was. Hey man, I'm, I'm thinking about it. It, it might come back. <laughs> yeah, like how he calls the chin thing. But yeah, man, it's just it's crazy, and it's like some of these guys. When you see certain people, just like your picture, it means a lot. You know, it. They don't have to comment. It's just the fact that they liked something. You know what I mean? It's just like you feel good. I feel good. I don't know about other people. They might just be like, "Oh, cool, he liked my picture." Certain people like my shit. I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" I'm like. Got his attention. That's nice, ain't it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like it's like a small nod of approval. It's it's a nice exactly. Man. It makes you feel good and tingly on the inside. <laughs> and and to be honest, I mean, besides the animals, I mean, those are also things that keep you going. Like some some type of recognition for your hard work is is always appreciated. Man, and that's I I, I can't. I can't wait to get babies. Like, cause that, that to me is the ultimate payoff to all of this. Like I've been, some of these snakes I've had since they were little, little babies, like little babies. And it's like, now they're fixing to breed. And it's like, Oh, come on. You know? And if this happens, it's like that, that process of pairing them up. And it's like, Oh my God, they locked. Yes. Picture time. And then it's like, Oh, she's pre shit. She's grabbing picture time. You know? And then I'm all excited. And it's like eggs. And you start losing your mind. And it's like, they're hatching. Like, I can't wait to get to that point. And, and just, just to, to, to produce your own animals is a feeling like no other. And I've, I've only had that pleasure one time. And it was like with some mutt carpets, like just mutts that are just, but it, to me, it was still like, it felt like I produced bowling. You know what I mean? Like it was, just, <laughs> I was so excited and it's a great feeling. And I see some of these guys that just get clutch after clutch after clutch. I can't wait. I, I can't wait, man, to get that first clutch. And it's oh, with, oh. with with green trees, it's kind of like it actually takes a lot to get there. It's one thing to have one clutch of corn snakes or something, you know, everyone can do that. But 
you kind of join like a fraternity of a small group of people that have ever, you know, bred, kept bred and hatched chondros. And I think also because the chondros, like a lot of your, like take carpets, take corn, your females have to be what? Some of them two years, some of them three years. Chondros, most of the people wait till they're at least five. That's a long time. Unless you run out and buy an adult female, which is hard as hell. If you ever look for an adult female chondro, it's pretty hard. But man, just just trying to breed them up, it, it seems to take forever. But then when it gets there, oh, I, I can't wait, man. I, I'm even now just thinking about. It, I get all excited and it's just like I can't, I can't wait, man. Like just to go through that whole process and then actually have baby chondros that I produce is just. Like I, I can't wait, and you know, and I've said it before. There's there's certain people that have helped me along the way, you know, and gave me good advice on what to do with this, what to do with that, and I got plans to pay those people back. Like people don't even know, you know, I'm one of them. I don't, I, I'm not in this for the money. Never have been, never will be. It's just I want to produce badass animals, and it's like when I produce stuff, best believe there's a certain amount of people that have helped me along the way that can probably be expecting a baby snake to show up on their doorstep because you helped me. And it's just like, I couldn't be here without your help. You know what I mean? There's, there's quite, there's, you know, four or five guys that have always helped me through. And it's just like, best believe this, there's going to be something coming your direction. You know what I mean? And it's, I can't wait. And man, you've, I mean, you pretty much knocked on the door, right? You, you had a female. Yeah. I, 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 uh, I got real excited with that. I had a, a Jaya female and a Manticore male and I hadn't even had her a year and I had the male probably five months, four months and paired them up. And, you know, I was excited. I, Hey, I make conjures, no plans, no, you know, locality plans, no, nothing. It was just pair them up. Let's see what happens. And she actually was gravid. And she, uh, <clears throat> she, uh, laid, they were all infertile, but I think she laid, I want to say six eggs and they were all infertile. And then she just stopped and you could see she still had eggs in her. And so I waited to see, you know, 24 hours or so, see if she would push them out. Mm-hmm. Nothing happened. Ended up making a bed appointment and, uh, she had, she had, a she was egg bound brain fart. She was egg bound and then had to have surgery and remove the eggs and all that kind of stuff. So I, I learned a lot from that. You know, one, slow down. It, it, it's exciting, but I got too excited. I don't think I let them establish themselves long enough before I threw them together. Uh, you know, and I, I, I think that that whole situation was my fault. You know, I don't, I'm not sure on the male, was he too young? Was he blah, blah, blah? I, I really feel like it was because I rushed it and threw them together way sooner than I had. And it's like now I could have paired these all up, you know, earlier this year. And I, I just, I've been waiting. You know, I want to at least have them a year, see how everything's going before I try to pair them up. Because I got the female Biot from Patrick. That was, uh, God, when was that? That was at the NARBC last year. I think the one in September and this man, Corey male, I picked him up last, uh, 
I want to say Octoberish. I think it was Octoberish, and uh, maybe November. I don't remember, but they're just sitting here. I want to live at least later next season. So I feel like it'll be a year, and they can do what they do. So you feel like it also matters how long they're in your collection before you start pairing them up? Yeah, not necessarily in your collection, just that that acclimation time. Just let them get acclimated to how I operate, how they, you know, anything could happen in that amount of time. So it's like, okay, let's just see how they do. And I I feel like, you know, those, those that first time around, they didn't acclimate. It's like they weren't here that long, and I'm stressing them out by breeding them, you know, and I, I think that's what ended up being bad for that whole situation is they were just stressed, man. It's just like we're, we've been shipped, we've been this, that, and now all of a sudden we're thrown together and trying to make babies, and I, I, I fucked that all up. Patience is key. And that, I mean, that had to have been, what, four or five years ago at least? Yeah, I think that was, uh, yeah, I'd say about, uh, hold on, hold on, babe. I think it was like, uh, yeah, I think it was about four years ago. So like this isn't this has been this long in the making, man. You've been waiting uh, oh, after yeah. heartbreak, you know, to get back into it. Yeah, it's been a while, man. And so it's just I didn't let it, you know, break me down and deter me because you know I've had that where you lose a snake. It's like I'm done doing this. Screw it all. I'm selling everything. And then it's you know it was just like okay, I got close. With that situation, it was like I got close. I I think I realized what I did. Let's fix it. But they they bred, you know what I'm saying? They she she was gravid. They just weren't fertile, and I think I rushed them. I think they were stressed, but I got there. So let's fix the problems instead of me reacting and just being like, oh shit, and being done. Let's try to fix those problems. So now it's like staying on top of my tents, cleaning cages constantly, not rushing it this time. Now that they're here, you know what I mean? Just take care of them for a year let them acclimate and then let's try this again. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, uh, condor people have a more healthy perspective on that kind of stuff. I mean, I remember when I went over to Mark's place, the first time he had condros lay eggs and he, you know, he had eggs, he had fertile eggs and he lost them all during incubation. And it's like, he was just like, you know what? It's a, it's a learning experience. We got it, you know, try again next year kind of a thing. And I'm like, Oh man, would I, I would just be devastated. Oh, but you guys are like, that's progress. If something like that happened. I, I'd cry. Like I'd just be like, I put in all this work. I'd cry, but then it's like, okay, so this was the outcome. Now I realize I went this far and actually got fertile eggs this time. So now, you know what? It's the incubator, blah, 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 or what I do in the incubator. Let's just go get a better incubator. You know, that's that's the way my mind would work. It's just like, I mean, that would suck, bro. Like, that would so suck. But Mark's been knocking it out the park. You know what I mean? He's got some bad – I actually have an animal from him. And he's been doing really well with some of his pairings. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I'm, oh, please get there. Like, I just want to get there. And isn't it fun because he's like, you know, he's – similar generation to where you started your collection. He started his collection. I mean, both within, you know, the last four or five years or so, and he's crushing it and you're kind of on deck here. Yeah. I, I, I can't. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Bill's fault to me having confidence <laughs> anyway, but it's just like, 
I can't wait to get to that point. Because I'd always been a snake keeper, you know what I mean? For the longest, ever since I was a little kid, I always had different snakes and stuff. And I think for a long, there was never no plan to ever breed, no matter what age I got. It was just, I had different types, milk snakes, king snakes, uh, Burmese pythons. I had all this random snake. I just wanted to keep snakes. And then I don't, I think it was 2009 when I got into Morelia and got my first carpet. And I was like, man. You can go man, take care of Paige, by the way. Oh, she's good, man. My wife's in there. She, got it. Oh, okay. she, she wants in here is what it is. But uh, I got those first carpets and I wanted to breed carpets. That's when the breeding was like, man, it'd be cool to produce these. And then, you know, Facebook was really taking off at that point in time. And then you're joining these groups. People are talking about this. And now they're telling you this is how you do it. You know, step-by-step videos, pictures. And I'm like, wow, okay, that's not that hard. And, uh, yeah, man, it, it took off. And now it's like it's about breeding. And it's, it's not about breeding for money. Like, I don't give two shits. I'll breed them and keep them all. You know, if they don't sell, whatever. It's no skin off my nut. But you know, <laughs> I just, I just want to produce some badass animals. I mean, even an ugly one, just to say I produced it. You know, I'll be there is no ugly chondro. I mean that that's the good thing. That's what they say. There's some there's some there's some ugly ones. <laughs> no, yeah, they're, they're all pretty they're all pretty cool in their own right, but you know, I just can't wait to to get fertile quality eggs and see those little heads poking out. I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna be doing like a Facebook Instagram live and be crying the whole time. <laughs> Y'all are all gonna laugh at me. You're like, this is stupid motherfucker. Here, quick cry, bitch. <laughs> and I would just be like, oh, I owe the academy so much. <laughs> you have uh, you have like an incubator set up or anything? Have you gotten that? Yeah, far? I, I have an incubator. Actually, uh, Tony Jerome gave me his old incubator, and uh, it's a wine one of those wine coolers. Uh, yeah, and I've got that. You know, it's not set up and running or anything because right now there's kind of no point. But uh, hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. I got to pee. You think you can cover like uh, a minute or so? I got to go all the way upstairs. Hell yeah. Take so why don't, yeah. Why don't you talk about a little bit about, uh, I don't know, man. Sorry. Not my podcast. Apparently I suck. Uh, I, I, I got this. I, I got this. We're yeah, going yeah. <laughs> to talk about Pornhub. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, if anybody out there keeps panther chameleons and would enjoy talking to me about panthers, hit me up on Instagram, uh, Facebook, whatever. I would love to learn more. You know, I'm, I'm constantly learning, trying to, like I said, research as much as possible before I try to jump in there and buy something. But, uh, oh, my gosh. Yes, baby. Yes, baby. I think that would be really fun to uh, learn as much as I can, have a bunch of you guys that might possibly keep them and, you know, share some information with me and talk about them. Like, I, they are so pretty, man. I don't know if you guys have seen I posted a picture. This girl is physically trying to break down the snake room door. Hold on. And so I think that would be, you know, really cool if somebody would come in and say hi. You're not going to say hi? I'm talking to a bunch of people. I think it'd be really cool to uh, have people, you know, teach me, talk to me about stuff. I, I basic care, I know. I've had chameleons before, but I just want everything to be right. You know what I'm saying? Top notch, on point, no problem. Right. You got lizards, don't you? 
Kelly, you like chondros and corn cob? You like corn cob? No. Oh, yeah, no, you suck. <laughs> so this is daddy's buddy Joe, right? Joe produced corn cob. His snakes make corn cob. So if it wasn't for Joe, you wouldn't have corn cob. I'm so only mildly offended. Say thank you. Okay, well, rock on. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man, if, like I said, if anybody, don't go over there. If anybody would, you know, hit me up. I'm, I'm on the Instagram, Control Cartel. I would love any information that you could give me about keeping Panthers. Go. Then it, it'd be, you know, great. And they have uh, localities, right? Yeah, I've, I've, there's several different kinds. I mean, once you start getting into the Panthers, you know, the, you got your nosy bees, your uh, ambonjas, your uh, all the things that can't pronounce. And they're like certain ones, or you get a lot of certain colors, you know, which are ambonjas. I see a lot of a lot of your blues and stuff like that. Your ambalobies have a lot of that, that rainbow colors, the orange, reds, yellows. They're, they are just, they're badass, man. She loves lizards, so I was like, why not? And are you are you prepared for the uh, the crickets and all that good stuff? Yeah, man. We we actually have an anole in here that she caught outside. This ain't the one that tagged her, but it's a, it's a little anole that she caught outside and was all excited. He set up in the next Oterra. And we just went and got crickets earlier for him, so I'm back to crickets. <laughs> you know, so whatever. Crickets, dubias, all that kind of stuff. All right, go. Yeah, I feel like that that's always the big transition for us. Uh going from mice and stuff is so easy. And then you gotta start feeding crickets and stuff. Oh, and crickets are just, the way they get out and are everywhere and oh, it's a pain in the butt, man, but it's, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. She loves them. So whatever. Have you been able to get out and do any uh, any herping in Texas? Uh, no, I've, I've pretty much just been in the house, man. I I made a lot of jokes about coronavirus and was like, huh, and then it got serious, and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> but <laughs> now it's kind of like I, I think my biggest fear is I'm not worried about me getting sick. I just don't want my kids sick, and so I, I've pretty much self quarantined. We've just been in the house. You know, we we might run to the store or something. And, pick something up but we've just been in the house i think we got out yesterday and cleaned out our garage and put stuff out on the curb and that kind of stuff but we've just been in the house man like i said i've been in the snake room if i feel like herping i'll just let something loose <laughs> go go hunting here and i know that they uh they pretty much they shut dallas down right yeah they put us on a uh let's see last monday we went on that uh quote unquote shut down and so we're not fully shut down but it's a shut down unless your job is considered essential but it's funny how many non-essential jobs are now considered essential and how many people are working right Whatever. yeah it's like it's weird i mean our company is just staying staying open for the sake of, you know, keeping everything going or are they actually essential? Like, like my job, like I work at a warehouse and we do like makeups and stuff like that. soaps, shampoos, and we, we make all kinds of stuff. And then, uh, they were shutting us down and they were saying we were shutting down. Everything was going to close. We were going to do a deep clean. And that was it. They let us know what was happening. And then like an hour later, we had another meeting 
well, hey, we're considered an essential business because we make hand sanitizer and hand soaps so we can we can stay open. But my job wasn't making that shit. They were just working like normal, like making stuff that people don't need. And I'm just like, I'm not going to jeopardize my family's health, you know, for this business. Like, y'all need to make what we need to be making or I'm going to just go home. So I've been home for the past week. And I'll probably be here for another week. And then I'll probably go back to work because I don't like not having money. <laughs> yeah, true. You got to buy more chondros or panther chameleons now. Yeah, for real. It ain't cheap. Yeah, man. I mean, those are, I mean, how much does it run you for like a good lineage animal? On what? The chondros? No, no. Panthers. Oh, I'm still learning, man. From what I've seen, you're 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 looking at your male. You're looking at anywhere from, I'd say three. I think the highest I've seen is six, three to six hundred. I'm sure they might go up a little bit more, but probably not much more than that. I mean, they. I think they're from what I've seen right now through some of the, the best uh, people to get your panthers from. It seems like their highest quality is probably what I pay for a locality green tree. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And import. So I'm paying roughly about the same price. So it's not killing the pocketbook or nothing like that. But. And is that, is that a rare situation where females are actually less expensive than males just because they don't have those bright, vibrant colors? I, yeah, me, I'm still learning. <laughs> I'm still learning every day. So when, when did you come up with this idea that you were going to, to go into Panthers? I just, I think what it is, I got, I got bored waiting on the chondros. Not bored of chondros, just bored waiting on the chondros. Like, fuck, man, I need to do something. And I was flipping through Instagram, I think, and she saw she saw a chameleon. I know she liked the lizards, and she's seen a chameleon. Was like, oh, that's so pretty, Dad. I, I like that. I want that. And I was like, oh, yeah, you like that? And that's, she started saying she wanted to rub Tom off for it. I'm like, hell yeah, let's do it. You know, so I was just like, actually, that would be kind of cool and fun to get into, and something she's really like what are you doing kiddo yeah it's all it takes <laughs> so she must be home from school and stuff too huh yeah she's uh like well she's she's not in school yet she was in daycare and we pulled her out of daycare and uh she'll be four on wednesday Dude, I have no idea how children work. I, I don't I can't tell how old they are. I mean, I've seen her grow up her whole entire life, but I still don't even know how old it is what you when you go to school. I don't know. I'm clueless. Usually it's around five, five, six. Daddy's doing something, go. Yeah, she's uh she, she usually it's about five or six. And like I said, she'll be she'll be four on Wednesday. And Daddy O will be forty, big four O, uh, tomorrow. That's wild, man. Four and forty. Four and forty. Yeah, we started all the way over, man. Because my stepdaughter is twenty three, twenty four. My stepson is twenty one. I have a daughter, and she's twenty. And then we've got a four year old. <laughs> started all the way over. So are they like? Are they play buddies? Who's that? Meaning, I guess, so would that be your daughter and how does that work? Is she her 
<laughs> Shit, I don't even want to try. So yeah. what, what would your daughter's daughter be to your daughter? My my daughter's daughter? Yeah. If my daughter has kids, well, she's not having no kids. No, it would be her uh, her if she if my daughter, my oldest daughter had a daughter, it would be <laughs> Peyton's niece. What the fuck are we even talking about right now? Uh, I ain't talking about my kids having no babies. They better fucking not. <laughs> well, hey, man, I'm, I'm, man, <laughs> this little girl, you're not funny. She's distracting me. Yeah, she's she's something else, man. She's a hot mess. But she she loves being in here. So it's like daddy's in the snake room. He's been there for a long time. So does she does she help you with any of the uh, snake chores? Oh yeah, like she she loves the band. I'll clean, and she's like, "Hey, let me help." She'll throw away, you know, the the puppy pads and stuff. Or she'll uh, she she loves to feed. She stop, man. She she loves to feed. So she'll look. She uh she'll definitely help feed. You know, the minute I say I'm feeding her, she sees that I got a little white bucket that I saw everything out in. Oh, she sees that bucket. She acts like they do. As soon as that bucket walks past her, her vision, the head comes up. She jumps out of bed or wherever she's at. She's like, oh, we're feeding. Like, she's been on me now about feeding. We, we haven't fed in, what, a week and a half? So she's like, it's time to feed the snake, daddy. Has she held any of the uh, the green trees or anything like that? She, I let her uh, hold one on the perch. It was on the perch, and I took some pictures. Actually, I think that's the color photo on Facebook, but we, we let her hold the perch, not the actual snake. She held corn cob, and she held my wife's king snake ear. That was it. Singing her song, man. Corn cob, corn cob. Well, that's nice. She said she didn't like them. Now she has a song about her. So, oh, uh, she 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 loves them one minute. She's like, I don't like that one no more. Okay. <laughs> How does your does your older daughter care for snakes at all, or she doesn't? She okay. This is funny because when I met her mother, her mother worked at a pet store, and her mom had tarantulas, had a rosy boa, she had a what else did she? I think she had like an albino burning python. So her mother had animals. And then, you know, we separated, whatever. I guess her mom got rid of everything. So when she was brought up, she was never around any of that. So she's kind of sketchy about certain things. You know, she's actually held a couple of the green trees and stuff. But don't let, like, a little, the little Mediterranean geckos, don't let a little gecko get in a room. She's losing her shit. Like, she is terrified. I'm like, it's a little gecko. Like, what? No, she ain't hearing it. So I've always said, if something happens to me, Peyton's taking over. It's all be hers. There you go. She's already got the chops and she's not even four yet. All right. And I know your pops, I mean, he always has uh, over at his place, he always has snakes, right? As far yeah, as the uh, yard and whatnot. Yeah, he lives in Paris, down in Paris, Texas. And he's out in the country. So he, he comes across Copperhead, he comes across. Uh, timber rattlesnakes, black rakers. I mean, hey, what? You want to get down? Why don't you get down and out? Go, go. <laughs> I'm trying to do something. Baby, help me out here. <laughs> and this is what it's been like. And we're under quarantine, so it's just like, oh my God. There's no escaping it. 
this this podcast is gonna be one for the books, baby. <laughs> Get your town, please. So, but yeah, it's it's he's like I said, he's out there in the country, so he's got all kinds of stuff out there, and he's always sending me pictures. He sent a picture the other day. He found a a black uh, not a black rat, nigga, a, a racer out there, and so he you know got the racer and tried to catch it. I think he lost it. He wasn't able to catch it, but he uh he tried to catch. It. I'm gonna lock this door real quick. But he tried to he tried to catch it. So he's always sending me pictures and stuff like that, and the timber rattlesnakes that are out there. Yeah, he's, he's something else too. Got a lot of hogs out there. So any anybody local in Texas, and hit me up, man. Let's go shoot some hogs. Dude, I would love some meat. I mean, that's like that's for sure <laughs> one of those like a meat that I I don't feel bad as far as you know eating. Uh, but. Not even a little bit. And see, what really sucks is, you know, he lives out in the country. He's got a bunch of big-ass white dogs, Great Pyrenees. And then he had this little black, looked like a bird dog, just this little black dog, little skinny black dog, like a little herding dog or something. And he got killed out there. He said she didn't come home for a couple days, and he wasn't like her. He didn't know if coyotes or something got her. And he said he went looking for her. He found her about 100 yards from the house underneath the tree. And she looked like she'd been in the fight. And he said that uh, he thinks coyotes got her. She had a hole, probably about a quarter-sized hole in her rib area, kind of near her lungs. And I was like, Dad, that to me sounds like she got into it with a hog. And he probably probably a male hog tusk to hit her with her, his tusk. And may have punctured her lung, I don't know. But he's got a bad hog problem. All of Texas has hog problems. So we're uh, fixing to hopefully go out and eradicate some. And, yeah, I don't know if people know, but it's obviously an invasive animal. I mean, oh, yeah. throughout a lot of the U.S. And I mean, but you can eat them. Yeah, that, yeah, that's, so it's really a win-win. Yeah, kill them and eat them. Have you seen those people who use like uh, the pit bulls and stuff to hunt them? What What is that about? Yeah, that uh, a lot of them are. Uh, it, it's just like hunting any any animal. Most, I, I know they use them on cats as well. Usually they're not pit bulls. They, they use a dog. It's like a uh, a dogo argentino or something. It's a lot like a pit bull. I mean, you could probably use a pit bull too, but it's just training them. You know what I mean? And a lot of that is they wear those GPS collars. And so the dogs just pick up a scent, take off, and they corner it. And you've got dogs that have a tendency. They don't fight it. They just kind of block it from going anywhere and bark at it and kind of corner it. And then you've got your basically your kill dogs that go in there and – like grab this thing and try to kill it and you just get there and stab it shoot it however you you know get rid of it yeah i've seen those guys like get in a headlock and slit its neck i'm like is that no come on bro oh no I, that's cool more props to you but i'm I'm not jumping on top of no hog with no knife i'll shoot it no wow, you're, you're 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 good you know nice and quick but yeah i don't we don't have dogs so it's it's a lot of just sitting and waiting and trying to bring them to us but uh that's that's a nice little break from everything else that goes on around you too it's a lot like fishing you know i like fish so hunting fishing is all kind of the same have you been uh have you been out for catfish a bit recently uh i was out last sunday i went out with my buddy last sunday and we didn't catch anything and then they came on that's when the news came on they were like hey we're shutting down dallas so 
came home. He went out yesterday, and he hit a 23-pounder. So, Damn. Big and – I mean, they get a lot bigger. It's, it's nothing like Andy Hines is over there pulling. I don't know if you know who Andy is. I've been seeing him fishing like every damn day. Yeah, I've been wondering what he does other than that. Yeah. Dude, he's been pulling in some monsters, man. He's out there with that guide service out on Tawakini. They've been pulling in some monsters. I mean, 50s, 60s. I think they've hit a 70. That's a big-ass catfish. I mean, does it does it take a boat in the right location to do that? or? Uh. You could hit them. My my biggest is twenty seven, and I got that. We were bank fishing. We just what we would do is kayak the bait out. So basically, you know, you set your poles up on the bank, and just loosen your drag and get in a kayak, and you just paddle out like two hundred yards. Drop your bait, paddle back, tighten your line, and then just wait. What a pain in the dick, (laughs) to be honest. It is. It is. And you know, I've thought about a lot of people are using drones now. Where you just fly your bait out, oh, with shit. That little package drop, and then you just drop it. I thought about doing that, but I want to spend three, four hundred dollars on a drone, and something happens, and that bitch falls in the water. <laughs> Wife will kill me, man. Yeah, it's like you're um, flying it above. I mean, floor is lava. Don't, don't mess pretty up. Much. Pretty much. But as long as you're not using what I've seen in windy conditions, I mean, these people get out there and they fly. Depending on your setup, you can fly your bait out like five, six hundred yards and drop it. You know what I mean? And come back and you're out there. The only problem is out at that far of a distance, you hit a big enough fish, dude. You're going to be so tired trying to pull six hundred yards and you're pulling in like a 40, 50 pound fish. Oh, yeah, you're going to feel every inch of that. And it's just like tag teaming is when you usually have to, you, you usually have to tag team a fish like that. You know, if you're if you're by yourself, if you're bank fishing and it's that far out, have a buddy with you. I'm tired. Take this over. <laughs> I mean, we I went out with you for like we were out there for like three hours and we we caught a few fish. Or uh, yeah, that wasn't shit. Then that was just us messing little guys. That wasn't, that wasn't even like serious fishing where we're out at night. We I mean we'll have. 10 or 12 poles, it'll be me and my buddy. We'll still have like 12 poles lined up. And you think there's 10, 15 people out there. No, it's just the two of us. <laughs> and we got them lined all the way up and then just kayak them out, each one. And then sit and wait. And it's, it's something else when you hit a big one. Dude, I know you were out there when it was like 20 degrees. Like it didn't matter. Like, like the coldest day of the year you were out there. Mm-hmm. The big ones hit when it's cold. I've been out and I was out one night and it was, yeah, I think it was the first night I ever went and it was like cold, cold. And it, it was probably, I'd say 30, 25, 30 degrees. I'm sitting in my car and where I was sitting at, like my pole directly in front of the car. It's about one o'clock in the morning and it starts raining and then it turns to sleet. So, I mean, it's damn near snowing on me. You know what I mean? I'm sitting here and talking to my dad in the car and I'm just like, what am I doing right now? Like, it's like, cold as shit out here it's sleeting like why am i out here and as soon as i said that i just see my pole just start bending down i was like oh like okay ran in there and caught one and i was just like all right well i i guess it's true they do bite when it's cold so i don't care hot cold i'm fishing yeah man have you been up to anything else other than that as far as uh uh, reptiles go. Are you still in the uh, dart frogs or fruit flies? And oh, you got any of those going on? 
I, I retired from being the fruit fruit fly breeder. But ah. you know, I, we we actually we still have some dart frogs, and I still you know do the fruit fruit flies here and there. But uh, it's just it my but it's just been working and cleaning snake poop, man. That's pretty much it. And it, having a four year the older she gets, it it's kind of takes time away from doing that that kind of stuff because that kind of stuff gets time consuming. It's like, you got a four year old running around and you're cleaning up toys every day. It kind of changes things. So yeah, now we're just maids. <laughs> really, what we are, maids to a four year old. And what do you have going on as far as uh enclosures and stuff? I know uh, when I was over there you were using a bunch of um I don't know what those were, those those front open yeah, pretty much any bin that could hold the green tree and uh, yeah, I have a as you see up here, these guys I picked these up at uh Walmart and these are like file cabinet totes. I think they're like eight bucks a piece. And I just, you know, set them up for green trees and that's what I keep my neos in. Um, you know, a lot of people do smaller, I've done smaller, I've got those little front opening extra small totes that Bill hooked me up with and I've got like ten of those. We went out to Home Depot and bought a bunch of them. But uh, honestly, even as little, the small ones, I've not had any issues keeping them in those. And those are, you know, like you see, they've got some size on them. But they're they're probably eight, ten gallons. I don't know. But uh, I keep the babies in there. I have no issues. And then everybody else is set up in PVC cages. And then as far as size, I mean, what are you looking for? Where for an adult chondra? Uh, size of the cage. I Right now, everybody's in, well, I've got these two PVC on the bottom. And I think they're two by two by two, close to two. And they, they work just fine, man. And I haven't gone outside of that. Uh, I do have the adult, the adult female Biox. She's in a three foot cage and then i've got twitch which is my female metaquarius she's in one of those two foot pvcs but she's she's a little on the smaller side but at some point i plan on getting three foot cages for all my females so some point do you have preference on company on what like cage manufacturers not necessarily i i just want it i'm ocd like i've got gray caging with some black cages and it kind of drives me nuts are those vision those grays uh those two yeah those are vision and then there's a local guy named cody that built these uh pvc that array that the man quarries are in and then the two on the bottom i don't know what company built those i got one came from uh bill and one came from logan murray so and it's funny because they ended up being the same cage but i don't know who built them but they work (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I love that. I mean, the the one that I have my Amazon in is like some PVC cage from who knows where that I got from a venomous right. guy somewhere. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm a I'm a ragtag, uh, whatever I can get my hands on type of. Uh, and I've I've done that where it's just all kinds of different cages, but it just it starts to hit me that I, I start seeing people post these super badass chondro rooms or just a snake room period all their their cages the exact same they're all set up nice it's you know just how they have it set up in the family i'm like i want that like you know what i mean so it's like yeah. okay let me get these cages 
from this person, somebody made me a good deal, and predominantly at least have all the same color, if not all the same brand. You know, I don't want a bunch of white PVC and then black PVC. It that drive me nuts. <laughs> so these, these two gray ones drive me nuts. And then I keep looking at them like, man, I even want to paint them like this. Yeah, it's like, I guess, does it matter as much the exact design or is it just the color? The color, uh, the color drives me nuts. It is, the designs can, like I said, these two bottom ones are, they're deeper than the ones, than these other ones I have, but that doesn't really bother me none. Just, as long as they're the same color, I'm happy. It's all predominantly black. <laughs> but at the end of the day, really, as long as they'll do their job and snakes are happy, I'm happy. But uh, for me, I just that OCD starts to kick in a little bit, and it's like oh, I think I want to get matching cages. But whatever. Yeah. If I do, so, I do. If I don't, they're happy. So there, there's a lot of ways to uh, to take this question. But Jacob Morton said, "Have you ever gotten a new green tree python that stopped eating?" Actually, uh, I have uh, one of my leers, my yellow lear that I got from from Ryan and this is not a knock on Ryan. So, I mean, at all, that's my dude. I want to It's just, it, it's stuff. You know, I think sometimes yeah. things happen and I've seen his, his, his snakes eat and he's not on sensuous snake. That's not eating. But with that yellow one, I really have to piss that snake off and beat the shit out of it with a pinky <laughs> before it's like, okay, fine. And, uh, the, the little red one, I just got that. And two days after I got it, it ate. As soon as it saw the pinky, it was on it. The yellow one, I just had to beat the shit out of it. Like, I literally, with my forceps and the little pinky, I beat the shit out of this snake. And I'm That's how my snake. little chondro Yeah. And I start tapping his neck, and he'll turn around, and he'll strike it, and then he'll let it go. And I'm like, okay, and I just keep going. And once he starts to run, you know, if he, if he gets all flighty and starts trying to run from me, I stop. But as long as he stays curled up on that perch and he keeps striking at it, I'm going to keep beating his ass. And I kept doing that. And one day he just grabbed it. And when he grabbed it, he wrapped it. And I was like, don't move. And then my kid was in here. So she starts moving. And of course he let it go and dropped it. And I just looked at it. I was like, get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Like, no, get out of here. And so I put her out, tried again. And I mean, as soon as I tried again, he hit it, wrapped it. And then I was like, okay. So I just sat there. Once he started swallowing, I was able to put the top on and put it up. But yeah, I've had him come where, you know, they're eating fine wherever they're at, and then they get here and they don't want to eat. And then I've also had it vice versa where uh, it's not eating, and then it gets here, and all of a sudden it's like kicked straight in the gear, and they're just like, what the fuck? I couldn't get it to go. Mm-hmm. So about that travel, man, those rides, and I've told people, if you have a problem feeder that you can't get to eat, I'm telling you, put it in a box, put it in a little container, get in your car, and take it for a ride for about 30, 45 minutes, come home, set it up, and Boom. Try it. It seems to work sometimes. Not all the time, not guaranteed, but it, it sometimes works. Them car rides, man, I don't know what it is. Sometimes it'll knock them out of gear. Sometimes it'll knock them into gear. Yeah, and I had, um, I mean, my Chondro, once, once he got older, he just, now he only takes like super hot mice. I, I put the, I put a mouse pretty much in a bin on the space heater. And that's the only way. Otherwise, he'll take it, he'll strike it, he'll wrap it, and then he'll drop it. It needs to Have be you tried live? What's that? Have you tried live? 
Well, yeah, he takes live every single time, but that's kind of a pain in the ass because I'm not, I'm not going to, I have a small colony of mice, but I'm not going to raise up a mouse just to, just to whack it. It's just my, my colonies, it's a lot easier to just take a bunch of pinkies because that's what I need for the corn snakes. So I've grown up mice. Yeah, for- I, uh, man, I, I don't, I know a lot of people have problems with life feeding. I don't have a problem with life feeding. I, I think you discredit these snakes when you, they've been doing this shit forever. And well, I no, I'm, I'm not saying I have a problem with it. I have a problem with growing up mice because. Uh, oh, no, I hear you. I'm just talking about, I'm totally talking about overall. Yeah. No, I, I hear you. I'm just saying overall because I've, I've watched them just to see how they do it. You know, I'll take a mouse or, you know, wrap up and throw it in there. Especially like you throw an adult mouse in there and watch these chondros. They generally, they come up on them. And if it's facing away from them, they, they don't strike it. They just kind of get right up on it and they wait. And the minute that mouse turns around, they hit it in the face. I'm like, dude, they are smart. They're not, dude, they know which end is the business in. Like, I don't know. So many people are like, I don't want to feed live and blah, blah, blah. It's going to hurt my snakes. These snakes, they've been doing this forever, man. It's, you know, things can happen. I generally feed frozen thawed, but every now and then you'll have one that is like kind of an asshole and only wants live. You going to fucking live. Who cares? You know, but you're hungry. I know. I see your tail going. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> my tail's just going. <laughs> mine yeah he he pretty much wants live but i can trick him with the uh with the super hot but you got some yeah, I mean, maybe people what don't really know. Is, now what it really is is he didn't want to leave texas <laughs> dude it's crazy i i had that snake in new york and then i moved to colorado and then i moved to texas i mean for a green tree i can't really ask for much more the fact that That's he's still awesome. alive, I mean, it's all right. He also prolapsed, and I had to get a – they had to put it back in and actually put a stitch in, so – and he, Recently? No, no, that happened when he was a yearling. Oh, for real? Yeah, I think I just – I, I feel – Man, I feel pretty lucky because I've, I've not yet to deal with that. Like, I have yet to deal with that. And – I've never had an animal prolapse. And, you know, I used to be hard up on just giving mice. And it's like these females, a couple of females, I've given them rat, wrap up just to help put some exercise on them. I don't have any prolapse problems. You know, I've, I think it's about temperature, you know, stuff like that, stress, maybe humidity. I don't know, but I'm lucky so far. I haven't had that issue. I'm sure if I have more, you know, at some point I'm going to have to deal with it, I'm sure. But not yet. Yeah, mine was like uh... – I didn't, I didn't know that there was such thing as overfeeding a chondro in the way of, uh, I had other animals that if an animal didn't eat, I would give it, you know, the leftover, you know, the kind of garbage disposal thing. Well, maybe chondros aren't a good garbage disposal, like, um, you know, multiple meals in a week type of deal or something like that. That's not really a, a game plan. Yeah, I know. I know. King snakes can. I'm sorry. God damn it! My phone was dying. I had to put it on the charger. Now I can't get this thing. Now you're good. It's driving me nuts. But yeah, I've always used king snakes. Yeah, it's like uh, obviously when when the prolapse happened, there was some undigested like fuzzy mice in there, like or I think I was using rat pups actually because I didn't know I didn't know the anti rat thing so. 
I don't know. I don't know if I attribute it to it being a rat or, you know, that I just fed it too much, a little bit of both probably. Could have been anything. I don't know. I've, yeah. I've fed, I've fed rat pups, rat things. Uh, I haven't had any issues yet. So I don't know, man. I, I think that could be a myth. Who knows? I don't know. I'm not going to, I'm not going to try it though. I'm just going to I'm just gonna stay on the safe side. Yeah, I mean, I tried that for a while. And then it was like, man, if I ever want these females to breed, I'm not trying to like super gain weight to where I just constantly feed them rats, but I will give them a rat pup or, a, you know, like a, a small rat. But I don't go above that to where it's like I'm not giving them medium rats and none of that shit. You know, anything, it if anything, it'll be just the size of a mouse or a slight bigger, you know. But other than that, a lot of mice getting fed off over here. Are you using pretty much exclusively frozen thought at this point? Or you have some, you have some finicky ones like uh, you mentioned before? Uh, no, I think everybody, I think everybody's on frozen thought. No problem. I think the only one I have even a little bit slight issue with, like I said, that little Lyra, and I just got to beat his ass and it'll <laughs> eat. But everybody else is like, as soon as it's in front of them, I mean, it's like, wham, they're hitting it. You still have a little bit of a rodent colony, or or no? Yeah, man, no. I I got no. That at, once I got a job, that became another job on top of my job. You know what I mean? It was just like uh, I'm over that. You know, constantly, and I'm I'm glad I kept them out in the garage because a couple times I did. I see the story about the one that got out, and we yeah. had, we had one get out, and so I went in the garage one day. And you have to walk over and turn on. We got a little lamp out there, so I go to turn the lamp on. And as soon as I turn the lamp on, I see this little tail. And I was like, oh, gotcha, bitch. And it was a female <laughs> rat that got out. So I, like, go to grab the tail. And as soon as I'm fixing to grab it, it turns around. And it's a fucking possum. And there, it, was, it was a little possum, but it was enough that it scared the shit out of me. Because I was like, you're not a rat. You know what I mean? Like, I jumped back. to that upper front. was like, my wife, dude, I jumped back and was like, what the fuck is this? And it was, I don't know how it even got in the garage, but it was in there. I, I literally thought it was the rat, but you know, <laughs> damn possum, dude. And I was like, okay, now they're starting to get out. I'm, I'm, they're chewing through stuff. I'm going to have to replace these. No. Okay, y'all got to go. So, yeah, I guess that's where I've kind of, I've gotten lucky. I haven't had the mice really chew out much or do anything crazy. I couldn't, I couldn't get mice to breathe. I think I bred, I had a colony mice. I think I had like 15, 20 mice and I had one female breed and then she ate them. And then I had another female, I had babies and then they were just starting to become fuzzies and then she died. Like the mom died. Mm. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And so then I didn't have another female backup for those babies to go on. So I just had to feed those off. I was like, I'm, I'm over mice, dude. Like, it took too long. It was too much work. Yeah, I think you gotta like if if I see the mom is dropped and I mess around too much down there, she'll eat them. Like sure. you gotta leave them alone. Like just yeah, I'll, I'll pick the fruit flies and hopefully chondros. <laughs> there you go. I think that's an upgrade over mice anyway. 
So you got anything in the pipe going forward as far as uh, chondros go? You got anything on your wish list? Uh, other localities that I don't have now. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I really want to know the sex of that Wamina because Wominas are kind of difficult to find. So I want to know what the sex is on that one so I can start looking for the other sex. Uh, I really want to sex those Liras. But uh, locality-wise, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to go for next. I'm kind of thinking probably Cyclops Mountain and see if I can scoop some of those up. Maybe Sarongs. I don't know. Whatever Brian Post catches my eyes, but I'm probably going <laughs> to – dude, he's my dealer, bro. Like, you don't even understand. Like, that's, that's my locality, dude. It's like any time he posts up some badass locality, I'm like, look at this one. I'll be showing my wife. And, can we get this? You know. If we can, we do. You have any particular locality or even animal design or line, whatever the hell that, I mean, would be your absolute dream? Kofi out. Yeah. Uh, locality, I'd say Kofi out. And I know, I know uh, Stephen Cush and Forrest were working on Kofi out. I'm hoping that, I'm hoping those were still, are still paired up because I know they were pairing, but I know Kofi out can be kind of funny. Uh, I also know Matt Morris was working on Kofi House, so I'm watching both of them. Hopefully this happens, and I would love to get one from each. That way it's different blood. But uh, locality-wise, I would say Kofi Al. Uh Designer, just blue line. I, I love the blue stuff. You know, I'm not I'm not too big into the calico. I'm not too big into uh, high yellows. They're cool, but blue line. Are you more into, like, the powdery blue blue animals uh i just like lots of blue uh, i don't i don't necessarily care if it's powder blue dark blue i just like a lot of blue the more blue the better what about like might phase black i mean i've even seen someone that keeps them yeah i i like i like the black like cyanide you know she she's got some black speckling in her but like I said, unless it's like comes out looking like the sickness, you know what I mean? Something like that. One of those high black chondros, then I'm just like, okay. But other than that, it's just honestly, even with I, I love the blue stuff. I just want healthy babies, man. I don't really give a shit. I just want to lock down a bunch of different localities and try to get them going. But as long as they're healthy and they're doing what they need to do. Do you have any game plan on how you're going to pick holdbacks or anything like that? Uh, on the locality stuff, not really. Uh, it, I just want to get there first. If I get there, then it's just like, okay, it might be a little harder, especially with, like, yellow babies. Because, you know, most of your yellow babies all look alike other than the pattern. Your red babies, you got darker red or deep dark, almost black. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the patterns even look different, so. I don't know. We'll just we'll just wait and see. I may keep one. I may keep none. I don't know what I'm gonna do. To be honest, <laughs> you know, with the blue line stuff, I know enough that what with the blue line pairings, yeah, I'll probably sit on all of those for a year. I, I watch too many people, and that's how you really see what you're working with. Sit on those for a little bit, let them color up, and then figure out what you want to keep from there. With the locality stuff, I mean, I guess you're just really going off a of pattern for the most part. So is there some type of determination that you can make just from the, the pattern on a red or yellow Neo? 
Say it again. So is there some type of determination you can make just based on the pattern on a red and yellow Neo? Meaning like, I mean, it's just basically lines and triangles a lot of the times. Yeah, on the yellow, I think the more the more red dorsal it has, has a tendency mm-hmm. when it gets older, all that red kind of turns blue. And generally, I mean, I, some of them go straight green, but I've seen a lot of them, the more red on it, you're, you're probably that red typically going to turn blue. Uh, with reds, you, you kind of never know what you're going to get. So, you know, like I said, I haven't had anything yet. So I'm still, I'm everything I go by is other people's clutches. Like, oh, okay, that's pretty good. This is what like. So we'll see. Yeah, it's funny. It's like uh, people claim that there's no exact reasoning behind what they hold back, but they tend to hold back the right thing sometimes. Yeah, and I, like I remember when Sickness was born, I think he was the darkest one in the clutch. And Bill was like, you know, oh, I'm keeping this one because most of those guys are always going to keep back those super dark ones, especially with the red of the, mm. the blue line designer phase. They're going to keep those back, and you know, to see what those really turn out to be. But uh, it's a little harder, I think, with the yellows unless you sit on them and let them color up. Otherwise, you you don't really, I guess, you really don't know until they're older because they all kind of look the same for the most part. You know what I mean? Like there's not a darker yellow and a lighter yellow. I've not seen other than the blaze. That's about as different as you get with the yellow. You get the blaze and then you just get a normal yellow with a cool pattern. So I don't know. I might just keep everything. (laughs) Or all of them. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's probably, that's your only safe plan. I mean, that's the only thing you can do to guarantee that you don't let something go that you're going to regret. Man, I've always liked I, I've always liked how built it. I mean, you you regret selling anything sometimes, and it's just like I, I like how Bill had said it that he's always not had an issue giving up like designer animals, nice animals before they turn because he feels like you know somebody's going to get a lottery pick and. That, that's pretty badass. Like I get a chance to hit something that could be crazy outstanding where some of these guys, they'll just sit on the whole clutch and wait a year and a half. They pick out all the best, which is their right. But then, you know, you're chasing genetics. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It, don't it really only that. gives prospective buyers hope, meaning like, Hey, I'm gonna, I want to get one of Bill's animals. Cause I know Ike picked up something that looked outrageous. And like, I want to be that guy too. Yeah. You you never know, man. And it's like Mudbone was a blaze, and I'm very happy with how he turned out. You know what I mean? Like he was, he I don't want to say he was nothing special, but he was just a blaze yellow. And he turned out. I, I love his face, the little speckling on his face. He's got like a blue nose. He, 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 I love his face. I love his heat pits. I love his little tail. I love I love him. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty badass. I mean. It's been it's been such a long journey for you and everything and like we were talking about how happy you would be when you finally produce them. I mean, does that carry over into how hard or easy it is going to be to, to let go of some of the babies? No. I I think I think what I'm I'm always going to keep my first chondro. You know, I'm going to keep the very first chondro I produce no matter what that stays. I don't care what pairing it's from. The very first one that I produce that hatches, that, that, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're saying, 
Uh, even if I make you a pet, nothing ever happens with you. You're, you're staying. Um, but as far as letting stuff go, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't, I don't have any plans to flood markets or anything with them or just, you know, I don't, I don't care. I just want to produce healthy animals. I just, I just want to produce them. <laughs> you know, I just want to get to that point. After that, everything else is just fall in place and do what it does. If they sell, they sell. If they don't, I got a bunch of condos. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I don't know. I think it's kind of funny when people say with, especially with conjos, like you're going to flood the market or something like that, man, there's a pretty decent market and no one's at reptile shows. I mean, you may flood the online market, but no one's really selling them at reptile shows. I don't even think you're going to, I mean, that was probably a bad choice where like, you're not going to flood anything with them. They're not, you know, ball python morphs and stuff like that. We've had that conversation. Somebody had posted one time about, about morphs and green trees. And I'm like, fuck no like please no you know we have an albino the albino morph is there but other than that you know there's there's no morphs there's designers and stuff but there's no morphs and i i like it that way because it scares me okay so you start producing a bunch of morph animals then here come all the morph freaks with the dollar signs in their eyes you know what i mean who just want to make mass produce some different morph and make all the money they can and that care of the animals. Nobody cares about ball pythons anymore. They chase the next big morph and that's it. Well, I think, I think chondros will uh, give you a little, a little slap in the face though. If you get a little bit too confident. I mean, I don't think, I don't think you're going to be able to do it that easily. Yeah. At all. But you, I just keep it simple. Uh, I like, I like how they, I like the, the localities. I like the designers. I don't, not one for the horse and the chondros. I mean, they're already green and blue. What are you going to do? Right? And black and yellow. Like, I mean, why do you need morphs, man? You can just mix a couple localities together and get some crazy looking shit. Like, you know, you don't need to morph it out. Albinos, pies. Imagine a pie, though. <laughs> Come on, that'd be sick. I mean, it'd be badass. I'm not saying it wouldn't be. I'm just saying... <laughs> That's like that's the one I can do. I mean, don't give me like a scaleless green tree or anything weird of it. Oh, give me a pod. That would be fucking ugly, dude. Like now, as you say, I'm like looking at them. I'm like trying to picture them with no scales hanging on a tree branch. <laughs> and they're they're too lean too. It would look weird. Have you have you seen that uh that berm? I guess that just laid eggs. That scaleless berm. Somebody posted, dude. That thing needs some lotion. I, I saw that. Seriously? I saw that yesterday, dude. It, it looked cracked. It looked. I was like, someone, some seriously needs to put some lotion on that. Maybe I wanted some powder. Who owns that? Is it here? I I want to say it's an Indo. I just I just want to say that because I'm hoping that it's not here. <laughs> I don't know. They need to figure out the fucking Vaseline situation. Rub some Vaseline on that snake or something, man. (sighs) That snake is rough. But yeah. Why? That's just, that's never, the corn snakes, the ball pythons, all of it. I've just never been attracted to that scaleless. I saw a scaleless rattlesnake too. I'm just like, why? That's not. 
I don't know, man. It just that doesn't do it for me. It's, it's just. But that that burn was the first time. one that I saw that was like obviously don't do this anymore. Like, come on, man, yeah. that looks terrible. It's just too. I don't know. I mean, you touch them. It's kind of like a hairless rat. You know what I mean? Like you touch a hairless like a ball rat, sack. Like a ball sack, and then you go touch a hairless snake. It's just like touching penis. No, I don't like. Them. No, I don't like them. No, and they're just ugly. <laughs> they're not meant to be without scales. I mean, no. <laughs> so why is it i mean i know that like you said there's an albino green tree but why hasn't it become a thing i mean have they been difficult to reproduce do you know as far as i know yeah i've i haven't seen a lot now recently i've seen someone like i think a couple people but they're from another country posting some badass albino stuff and everybody was like holy hell look at these but they're in another country I don't know how well those things breed. I know, I know Marshall Mendez over here was doing them, and I don't think he's, you know, I think he's got one, maybe two right now, something like that. But they're they're kind of proven to be a little difficult, you know. So I don't know. And it's like you're working with one or two, which is scary. I mean, that could be lost, you know. And then there's, there's quite a few. I think there's quite a few heads floating around out there. Hmm. I, I know people have heads, but. Like I said, I don't know. I just, I like what I got. I, I just want to make locality-based animals. You know, I, I don't, I've always said I don't feel like enough people are doing locality, specific locality-based animals. And yeah, I mean, it's so hard to find Wamina, so hard to find Kofia, so hard to find, you know, Sarong that are U.S. captive bred. Where are they at? Because nobody's doing that. Everybody's out chasing the next cool designer, you know, Oh, I've got this Aru and I'm gonna pair it to my Biak because that's all they have instead of taking the time to go track down another Biak or another Aru. I just was like, you know what? I'm gonna do locality stuff because we need more locality stuff. U.S. captain bred locality animal. We need that. So. Yes, like I would be. I, I thought about this not too long ago. I was like, I'm hard pressed to find anyone who's paying that much attention to locality in Condros. I feel like it used to be such a thing. But now uh, it's kind of faded. Yeah, and I, I see a lot of the locality stuff in your. Uh, I see it probably the most in Alterna. I, I think with the Gray Banded Kings, they are serious about their locality. I mean, and what and what's silly about that is that's like you know miles, a couple miles away with countries inside of a country. Yeah, yeah. and it's. You know, and then you got a lot of animals. Who who just somebody just uh oh who did the David uh oh what's his last name? Did the the Marukes, the Marukis? He did a locality pairing of Marukis. And I'm just like, Yes, like we need that. <laughs> and I'm just like, Are you gonna release any of these? You know what I mean? Like, oh my god. Locality, man. I wish they were so much easier to find. The stuff I need, I mean, I can find most of the stuff, but when you like copials are pretty hard, even to find those as an import, it's pretty difficult. The Walmina is the same, and then you start getting to these weird localities, Fok Fok, and just some of that random weird stuff that's not too familiar out here. But right now, I'm just trying to get the, the basic localities that everybody knows of. 
Yeah, I guess I guess it's one thing to to mess with Sarongs, Jaya's, Marauki's, Aru's, but there's yeah, there's even it goes even deeper. Yeah, you start getting like num fours and uh, but but Bentanas, I think that's how you say it. Bentanas, Bentanas. I mean, there's some there's a lot of localities, and I don't think people realize how many localities there are. Of course, some of that, some of those are considered the same locality. Some of them, they're being shipped out of an area that's not even, you know, uh, I think, what is it, Maruki is not even an actual, like the way Maruki, the area actually is, isn't, isn't it can't house chondros. Oh, I have no idea. But it's like they, they, they come out of that airport area or wherever they're transported from. So that's how they got that name. But from, yeah. from what I've heard, they, you know, I've never been there, so I can't say for sure. But what I've heard is, you know, there's really nothing out there. It's like scrubland, you know what I mean? Like they're not perched up in the bushes or in the, the tall grass, you know what I mean? So it's not a lot of food. So I don't know. I've never been out there, but it's what I hear. Yeah, so the, I guess Chet in the chat said that David Brahms is the guy who produced the Meraukis. No, it wasn't David Brahms. I think it was David. Uh, it, David, no. Uh, uh, hi, 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 I can't say. It starts with an H. Uh, Heiston. Somebody correct me. Somebody knows who I'm talking about. H H A I S T E N or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. It's, it's a name that I feel like I've seen before, but I don't know him. So shout out to that guy. Yeah. He also, I think works with carpets, jungle carpets, but, uh, yeah, man, he did, you know, Maruki's and that's just so badass. So, Hopefully he lets some of those go in the next year or so. Yeah, you got to get on those uh, those Kofiows, man. And there's almost nothing better than a canary Kofiow. Man, yeah, I can't wait, man. I'm just like, see anything going on with them? You know, I've been watching, especially on Instagram. You know, Matt got Instagram now, and Kush is always on there posting stuff. And he, he, I see a lot of his scrub stuff, man. I swear, you start seeing a lot of an animal, you're like, man, that'd be pretty cool to have one of them. I'm just no, fuck no, I don't need no scrubs. You know, like a giant chondro, no. That's what it kind of feels like. Worse than like a, a giant chondro, but. But, yeah, no. I don't know. Going over to, uh, going over to, to Scott's place and seeing the, the Malukins. I could I could get down with a Malukan scrub python. Do it. Probably not, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, probably not. No. <laughs> but it's it's a nice idea, and I'm glad someone's doing it. But hey, man, we did over two hours. Hell yeah! So uh, if anyone wants to reach out to you at the Condro Cartel, where they where can they get in touch with you? Best place to get in touch with me is on Instagram, Condro Cartel, at Condro Cartel. Uh, DM me, whatever. Send me a friend request. Uh, Facebook, um, we're on a Dreb router, but we're not on there that often. I mean, I post a lot of memes. It's more the, the the Condro world is on Instagram, so look me up on Instagram. Bam. There you go. As for me, Poor City Pet 
on Instagram, Port City Pythons Podcast on YouTube, all that good stuff. PortCityPythons.com, isopods available, reptile supply, substrates, all that good stuff. Evan, man, thank you. We're bringing it back. I appreciate it, brother. The OG. Carol killed her husband. <laughs> Fucking Carol Baskin. <laughs> you bitch.